And stay tuned right now for those two characters of many characters, CBS Radio's Bob and Ray. And now, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding take great pleasure in presenting the CBS Radio Network. Thank you, and of course... All right. Thank you, that's uh, our good friend... Our good friend, Kent. Good friend, I think. Good friend, Kent Lyle... Birdsley, our guest announcer, who we're talking to all this week. And uh, he's one of the great old-time voices in radio. A lot of you have dropped this line in the mail to say that you remember him very warmly. Well, we'll be uh, chatting with uh, Ken all week. Kent, uh, how's it feel to be back in uh, New York? Where, where do you make your home now? I might say they certainly have made some uh, changes. My home right now is in Maui, Hawaii. Oh, really? The islands of Hawaii, it's a beautiful country, but uh, I don't know just how long uh, I'll be before I go back there. Uh, I was sitting over at the world-famous radio announcers club here in Midtown uh, last evening, and we were talking and reminiscing about you. Uh, what was it that happened that uh, brought your career to such an abrupt halt? Uh, back there in those days? Can you remember? Well, if, uh, I don't know whether you'll remember the marmoset breeding offer. Uh, well, no, I was a kid, really, uh, when you were doing those uh, those offers during the night. What was that, a marmoset? Well, we offered to send uh, two baby marmosets uh -huh. to anyone, and uh, they could start raising them. At home? At home, they were clean uh, pets and uh, made rather friendly pets to have around the house. Yeah. And uh, we ran into difficulties there. Uh, by that, uh, you mean they, they, they weren't marmosets or they bit the people or what? Some of them were marmosets. And some weren't. I see. Uh, that was uh, an announcement you made, I think, around 2 a.m., wasn't it? Yes, morning? it was an early morning announcement. Well, you know, at that time when you're making uh, those announcements, people are half asleep and uh, they don't really know what they're... Uh, what they're hearing, do they really? Well, they know they subconsciously, they know, Ray. Uh huh. Uh, they, uh, they get the general message. And, what else uh, happened besides the marmosets? Uh, well, there were the. Uh, the balloon offer backfire on you? Balloon offer backfire. They. Uh, no pun intended, of course, there. They just. Uh, what? No pun, I say, intended. Not that I know of. Oh. Uh, Great sense of humor. Kent, Lyle Birdsley, folks, one of the old-time uh, radio announcers. I'd like to come back a little later in Would the program. Would you please, because and, uh, I didn't want to talk to you now anyway. Reminisce about some more old-time radio. I uh, do want to remind all of Webley Webster's friends before we get to the graphologist. Mr. Plummer, you all set? Yes. I'm glad to get you on today because uh, you're eating us out of house and home over there at the Bob and Ray Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Webley Webster, uh, will, uh, we're going to permit, permit him tomorrow to play Jealousy from start to finish. How does that sound to you, Webley Webster? Very good. I'm, I'm glad it. that the few letters are, uh, have borne fruit. Well, they have. They've made a well, big impression. a metaphor there, isn't it? A few letters bearing fruit? I've never heard anything like that. Oh, but oh why don't you dry up, you... What he means is that the letters have had some, uh... Pick me up action. on every single thing I've ever told. Well, he didn't really mean it. No, but I mean, it was just something I thought 
he didn't comment upon. So you practice up tonight, Webb, and tomorrow will be your big day. And this is oh. warning for all of your fans that uh, throw it in. Uh, that will be tomorrow. I'll play jealousy at the huge Bobberet Brewery Orlin, right? Right, you will. Okay, good. Fantastic. Now then, Mr. Plummer, <coughs> come on up here, sir, and sit down. All right, me. See, we seem to be very talky here tonight, don't we? <laughs> or I do. I might, uh say before we begin, the food is very good over at the Bob and Ray Hotel. Boy, I mean, I've been looking over some of the uh, uh, the bills you've been signing, and uh, I'm not one to complain. Or I don't think Bob and Ray have ever been accused of being, uh, you know, tight with uh, with money, but wowee, uh, those big well, steaks you have every night. It's been an opportunity for me to kind of live it up, uh-huh. and I've uh, certainly enjoyed it. Well, anyway, so long as you're here, and... Uh, we might as well talk to you. As you recall, friends, uh, Mr. Plummer here is the gentleman who broke the famous Swanson kidnap case wide open with his expert analysis of the kidnapper's ransom note. And uh, if uh, my memory serves me correctly, you made the analysis in only five minutes. Yes, that's right. I looked over the ransom note, saw that it was typewritten, and I reported to the police that the letter was typewritten. Well, uh, it created quite a stir down at police headquarters, yes. didn't it? Yes, they were quite excited about it. At the time, they'd been looking for a man whose handwriting resembled typing. Well, Mr. Plummer, the reason you're here tonight... They found the typewriter, but the kidnapper was never caught. <laughs> well, all right, sir. We thought it would be uh, nice if, uh, if you could analyze the handwriting. Well, uh, personally, I think uh, the letter was typed by the kidnapped boy. That I mean, I think he was after an increase in his allowance. Just kidding around. Uh, we get. Would you, uh, if you laugh, would you stand back just a little bit? Yeah. Getting, uh, getting a signal from the engineer. Uh, we get fan mail, Mr. Plummer, uh, and would like to know what kind of people write it. Now I have a letter here selected at random. I was wondering if you uh, could uh, look at. Well, let it. me have it. Right there. You are. Now. Just as soon as I tear open the envelope, we'll see what we shall see. I warned you about that, Ryan. I'm fine. Well, I must confess that this is a little bewildering to me. Now that I've torn open the envelope, there's no letter inside it. Well, there was uh, no envelope to begin with, Mr. Plummer. You mean I tore up the letter? That's right, sir, yeah. That's a funny one. And that just about runs us out of mail. I have uh, I have a letter with me from a friend of mine who's a handwriting expert, too. Well, I guess uh, would like to hear it. Okay. Reads. What? I just laughed like you. I was trying oh. to imitate your laugh. Dear Leo, I received your letter of the 12th, and I believe your Ds are becoming a little inverted. Yeah. When I saw the way you were feathering your capital J's, I was astonished and a little worried. He should talk. Look at the way he's flattening out his L's. Yeah, I see. Anyway, Leo, I thought it might be wise not to send you a letter till you were over your bad mood. Isn't that skinny old there? You know what that means? He's economical. Cheap. Uh, look, we're running a little behind schedule. When I, uh, then I, I thought I, I would write, and then the devil take the hindmost. Mm-hmm. I only hope this cheerful letter will straighten out your D's and J's and also restore a few loops that have gone awry. Well, thank you for being with us, Mr. Plummer. It's always you've learned something. We have. We don't want you back here again, ever. Not until you're over your bad mood. <laughs> now then, 
<laughs> Would you see him down the stairs, Webb, please? Or right. Come on, Mr. Palmer. Step along, Webb. Webb is really in a dream, isn't he, knowing that tomorrow he's going to play the whole jealousy arrangement? Yeah, he's pretty happy about it, and I know that those 12,000 fans of his are, too. Say, uh, do you remember a couple of months ago we were talking about a show called Christmas Sing with Bing? Mm, no. Oh, you know, with all the choirs and carols and things. Well, I'll take your word for it. What about Well, it? the reason I'm bringing it up now mm-hmm. is, uh, well, the reason is Bing's going to be on all year round on CBS Radio beginning the last day of this month. And you know who's going to be with him? Sam Sneed. Oh, Frank Sinatra. Well, I, I doubt that. Rosemary Clooney. Well, now, that's astonishing. How'd you happen to pick Rosie? I don't know. It just came to me out of the blue. Well, you're right, though. Like the man said, Bing Crosby and Rosemary Clooney each weekday on CBS Radio beginning Monday, February 29th. Any idea, Ray, what kind of a show it's going to be? I think it's going to be singing and like that. And now... One Fellow's Family, brought to you as a public service by the Keep Grand Canyon Clean Committee. One Fellow's Family. Oh, I'm confused now that it's sponsored. I could do the announcing if you'd like to. All right, will you try it? Please, go ahead. Today's episode entitled Lakey Root, taken from Chapter 20, Book 14. Pages 1, 2, and 3, and 58. It's early morning as we join Mother and Father Butcher in the kitchen room of their small house overlooking the Pacific Ocean. A gentle breeze is blowing from the east toward the house. Why do they let this color? And a group of seagulls flies by. Will you please? No need to, uh... My Lord, he's just filling up. He had two lines. Well, he was just trying to help. Will you, Cass, go ahead with it? Well, Father, we certainly needed rain, but did we need this much? I've never seen so much rain in six hours in my life. Certainly unusual for this part of the United States. Well, how do they measure rain anyway? You know, they'll say there was one inch... Oh, I've seen puddles outside the driveway that are four inches. I've often wondered about that myself. I've heard it explained they have a little drip pan placed out, which they catch the water and measure it. I see. But I would think a drip pan one foot square would collect more water than one two foot square. No, but the drip pan. I think we need a drip pan ourselves. Look over there, by the, uh, the pantry. Yes, there's water dripping down through there, Fanny. Now, what kind of a job do you suppose the roofer did when he fixed our roof 12 years ago? Yes, not a very good one, indeed. Probably in a hurry to get to another job. Yes, this keeps up. The roofs don't last longer than 12 years, and I'm fit to be tired. Well, they don't make them like they used to. Do you remember what his name was? I'm sorry, no, but we could look up the check. Yes. Remember, it's upstairs. Yes. It's a plaster now. Getting all It's all falling away there. Better move that pot of soup you were cooking on the stove. 
Doesn't look like the rain is going to let up very soon, Teddy. No fun sitting here under a leaky roof. Would you please let the regular announcer sign it off? Well, all right. Go ahead, Kent. Kent, you're our guest. And so Mother and Father Butcher sit discussing the unfortunate occurrence of a leaky roof at their house. Be sure and join us next time right, for the next it. episode of... I, I don't have that last page right. I was at living. Oh, okay, Ken. One fellow's family was brought to you as a public service by the committee to keep the Grand Canyon clean. Oh, that's right. I remember the announcer said that at the beginning music there. You know, it's no fun trying to do a dramatic program when you don't have a prepared script to follow. Well, rather than talk about that, I'd love to have you describe your home out there in Hawaii. What what island is it on? It's on the island of Maui. Uh, you don't have an active volcano on that one, do you? Not that I know of, no. That they... is very beautiful. They say that's the prettiest of all the islands. It's a beautiful place, Ray. Of uh-huh. course, all of the islands, we believe, are beautiful. Mm-hmm. However, this is where I've decided to make my home for the past 25 years mm-hmm. until I decided to come out of retirement. What made you uh, come out of retirement and head back to the States? Uh... Well, money more than anything else. Uh-huh. I got your wire saying that I could be your guest this week. Well, and that kind of uh, set well, me up. Well, just at... a second, uh, Ken. Who sent a wire to him? I didn't. Don't look at me. I didn't send it to Could him. you have? No, I didn't even know who he was. Wally? No, I didn't send it. I was too young when he was... Well, I don't want to discourage you uh, here Well, someone of your staff did send me a wire, and I have it over at the hotel. It could be a practical joke that uh, somebody on some other program sent it. Maybe maybe Sapphire sent it or somebody. Well, it said you'd pay all expenses and uh, invited me here for a week. Well, uh... Boy, well, boy, that's... Uh, out of me. Yeah, it's going to cost quite a bit of cabbage, too. Uh, don't go away. Uh, we'll have our potting words for you in just ten seconds. Oh, until tomorrow, this is Ray Goulding reminding you all to write if you get worried. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your thumbs. This is the CBS Radio Network and KCBS AM-FM San Francisco.